is up everybody welcome back to the 956 abv podcast how's everybody doing out there yo guys what's up welcome back and um we've got a very special episode this time around we've got george rice we've got andrew crow and we've got so, derek so we got derek what's up what's happening guys how are y'all doing? How was your all's uh, drive down? By the way, they are from Colorado, and uh, they came down here to Mission, Texas to collaborate with George. They've got something special brewing, literally, uh, pun intended. And um, so, again, uh, how was your drive down? Um, what, you know? We actually flew. Yeah. Oh, pff- Flew? I've uh, never flown, so you know I automatically <laughs> assume everyone drives. Yeah, this guy hasn't been on a plane. Like, come on, man! I've never been on a plane. Really? No, really? I parasailed, but I've never been on a plane. How do you have no, not been on a plane? <laughs> I never had to. It makes sense if you don't think about it. You know? I, from yeah. the valley, like, who the fuck? like, I bet I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, seventy percent of us probably haven't been on. Like plane. my three-year-old son, maybe, but uh, well, there I can't you go. Think of yeah. No, else. I bet a lot of babies have been on more planes than I have. Yeah. yeah, but it was a great flight. You know, That's got here cool. nice and early. Yeah, they bumped our flight because canceling all the flights. So mm. we got oh, to get on the plane at like How four in the morning. Went right through security. It was actually better. Yeah, well, I was Prefer saying, it now. Uh, like I haven't traveled through plane during this whole COVID stuff. Like, so how was that? Lots of masks. Yeah, everyone wearing masks. Everyone and just normal. Handing out. Uh, sanitation wipes as you walk on the plane and stuff. And yeah. like, eh. All the all the flight attendants, <laughs> the flight attendants are all stressed out because like no one. Wants, you know, yeah, continue yeah, stress, dude. That's awesome, man. And um, so you guys, uh, you guys brew beer out there, right? Yeah. Yep. And um, any uh, what what city and stuff do you guys? Yeah, are well, you guys located? Yeah, it's a uh, Golden, Colorado. We've it's Golden City Brewery. Yeah, we've been brewing there since 1993. So we were pretty early on. The entire first 10 years was just trying to explain to people what craft beer was. Okay. It's like, well, wait, why is really it dark? Yeah. You know? Hmm? The craft beer scene wasn't big over there? It was not, not at all. Not the um, and most of the breweries around that age didn't make it. Yeah, there were a few in town that came and went. The only reason why we were able to survive was because we were on a college campus. Oh, man. I mean, hey. yeah. I, <laughs> school of minds. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I follow all these accounts and stuff of uh, breweries and stuff like that. And to, to keep open a brewery seems like a pretty, like a... You know, you have to be there like all the time, every day, Definitely doing a whole bunch on. of shit. Yeah. yeah, dude, right? Oh yeah. Very hands-on. The more hands-on you are, the better your business is bound to do. How did um? How work. did you guys get? How did you guys uh, like meet and get together into this business? Well, that is a story from the generation before me. There. Okay. Oh, nice. It was it was actually my parents that started it. Oh, that's. And that's I dope. ended up taking it over after I graduated. It wasn't intended, but. It, I, it's more tangible work. Took it's, over the family you, business. Yeah, when when you're done working, you're not seeing spreadsheets too much, and you have you can taste your work. You, <laughs> yeah, it's tangible. Oh, dude, you can touch a, it. That's all. I, yeah. I, I bet that's amazing, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And so you're uh, Andrew. You're originally from the the valley. Yeah, from McAllen. And uh, so, house. Uh, so what, how old were you when you moved, and, and what was it that made you do it? I was 25 years old, and I applied on a whim to Regis's Beer Science Certificate Program, yeah. and they accepted me. Oh, and I was like, oh shit. shit. So, you know, two weeks later, I had to move. So that's like a, like a beer program that you took? Yeah, beer and science. And they, they teach you, like, the very pretty basic much stuff. the basic um, stuff? A lot more of the science end of it, and then some of the business end of it, you know, where to store grain, stuff like that. You know, you buy, you know, a few thousand pounds of grain, where to put that? It's stuff like that. Stored in Colorado, where it's dry. Yeah, stored in Colorado, where it's dry. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've only visited Colorado one time. 
and it was for 420 week so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, I, I had a blast that week yeah that's crazy man <laughs> <laughs> now we'll, um you know before we move on let's get into our first beer and, what, um, what'd you guys bring us here oh that's our latest staple beer we made it once and it was so popular we had a, it's just one and it's on the menu forever it's so got it's the, a uh, pink guava sour, American yep. style fruit sour. Yep. Seven point one. Yep. That's good for we, a sour. We put so much fruit in it. We have to bump the yeah. ABV so people are willing to pay what it costs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guava bomber. Yeah. There's uh, four pounds of fruit per gallon in that, and we made it thinking, oh, that we want to do this, but it's not going to be a regular beer. No one's willing to pay that, but turns out people want luxury goods. Yeah, bars, four buying. pounds of fruit per, per gallon. gallon. Yeah, and so we <laughs> in a thirty barrel batch, we're adding four fifty-five gallon rums of fruit. Like it's oh, and shit. then some. Yeah, yeah it's, that's crazy. So, like, um, how do you guys pick the fruit and stuff like that? Well, um, that guava is not very good in Colorado, and you know, and processing yeah, 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 it and yeah, everything. Yeah. So we uh, just order drums of aseptic puree is better than anything we can ever do ourselves with our equipment so it's um oregon fruit seems to be the most popular okay. awesome so awesome, um, well um we're gonna taste all this mm-hmm. uh this this beautiful beer that you got us here so cheers <laughs> guys cheers bro Salute. Salute. holy shit yeah it's, it's right up my alley man i mean i'm a sucker for sours bro like a guava sour. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. actually got a really low pH on it. It doesn't shock the palate too much because of all the salt yeah, buffers and like yeah, over like citrusy. Like there's no, I don't know. I can't. It's really good and it's, yeah. it's dangerous because it's oh, yeah. 7%. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is watch all these soccer moms drink pictures of it. Because the <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, it tastes so like good. It tastes just like juice. And then wow, just like, boom. Cool. Having their kids drive home. It's pretty yeah, fun. right? <laughs> Mom, I can't reach the pedal. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, we got you. We got you. <laughs> oh, man, this is really good. This is super oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, is there a way that uh, people down here would be able to taste this? Uh, can like you all ship out, or we don't? Yeah, no, we're okay. we're in state only for the time being. Everybody head to motherfucking Colorado and get this. Yeah, no. <laughs> different brew. Nah, this is awesome, dude. I mean, shout out, you know, Golden City, Golden City Brewery, for sure, man. That's Second largest cool. brewery in Golden, Coors yeah. being the largest. And, yeah. and it says on there since 93, so that, yeah. that's pretty cool. It was a really funny joke in 1993, and up until a bunch of breweries moved into town. It was hilarious. Pete Coors did not think it was funny at all. He <laughs> he went out of his way to show us that he did not appreciate our slogan for, for many years there. I bet. Oh, man. That's awesome, dude. No, that yeah, so tiny, tiny brewery in the shadow of Coors. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a... Um, like uh, Colorado, like, it houses a lot of uh, breweries, right? There's, oh there's yeah, a lot it's, of it's huge there. now. You've got about 300 in Denver alone, or like Denver metro area alone, oh, which is the equivalent of all of Texas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's nuts, dude. That's that's awesome. That's pretty neat, man. Like, um, mm-hmm, yeah. what? Like, um, so you guys have a lot of competition out there, or do you, are you guys oh, yeah. more like helping each other out, sort of style? They're both. Um, there's not everyone's on the same wavelength. And then there's yeah. people that are friendly. And Some people like are entering it as a business, and they want to get to the top at all costs. And a lot of other people are in it for the art of the brewing. Yeah. And other people are just nice people, and they <laughs> help each other out. And they know that our biggest competitors aren't each other. It's the, the bigger breweries the, in town. Yeah. And oh, 
That's not. awesome. And how did um, you know how did your hiring process go with there? Because you taking the class and everything, and being from here, did you just found an opening up there? Yeah. So uh, I worked at Roosevelt's down here, so I got all my oh, okay. like, beer knowledge and stuff from Rosie's. And then when I moved up there and was going to school, I got a production or a product manager position with World of Beer. So I ordered beers for the entire state. So I got to taste all sorts of crazy stuff. They paid for my Cicerone uh, certifications and all this stuff. And so from there, I got to move into brewing and then eventually applied at GCB and they picked me up with yeah. all my fun background stuff. And yeah. That's awesome. I, I remember when he had his interview, he was the last interview I had for the position. He was just the most enthusiastic. So go with it. <laughs> Awesome. That was that valley energy. Yeah, yeah I guess. Right. It's undeniable, <laughs> beer, man. It's yeah. undeniable. And so, being from the valley and you're back and, and you're here to work with George, how did y'all meet? Like, you know, how far back do you guys go? Not, maybe about a, maybe been in contact for about a year now. I think the okay. last time, yeah. I, when I met George was about last year in March when I was here last. Okay. And then since then, we've been kind of in contact and trying to get this going. Yeah. And it just so happened, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to be down in January. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And it worked out. That's crazy, man. So how was the, you know, like, how was the the process that you guys did down here to help out, you know, George with this, with the sour? Scared the shit out of me. Yeah? yeah. Like, I thought we were going to do, like, you know, some, like, barley wine or some New England. And this, is your, this yeah. is your first sour? Yeah. And, I, you know, and I've expressed to him before how I'm scared shitless of sour. Like, <laughs> They were just like, come and on. He's like, there's a recipe where it's like, we're doing this, uh, you know, this pineapple mango sour. I'm like, we're, we're going to try it out on your system. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like, all my guys, man, they've been messing with me for like three or four weeks ever, ever since we started putting in orders for all the stuff that we needed for it. And uh, my one guy, even Joe today, he was just like, it's not too late, man. We can still dump it. Like, it's not too late. He's like, he just came still up to me like 30 out. minutes ago. Like, hey, we can still dump it, man. Like, <laughs> uh, so it's a huge learning curve uh, because I've never done sours. And it's the, the process is actually relatively simple, uh, at least from what I saw. What scares me is that it's so simple on the small little added steps that you have to do. That's what concerns me because yeah. they're so simple and so small. Easy to miss. And yeah, easy to like. You're going so, yeah. to see it. it I bet, you know, making a beer and everything, you need to be like, you need to be there like for every little detail and stuff like that. I imagine, you know. Mm -hmm. Especially sours. Um, you know, when you pitch, we pitch that bacteria for the souring. If there's any oxygen in there at all, it'll turn the beer bad instantly. Butyric yeah. acid, yeah. AF. That's crazy because yep. I'm pretty sure there's time yeah. where you process a beer and everything and then mm. you get that little thing and mm. that's it for that beer right yeah, can't. Well, yeah. what's uh, so what's that like like what's that yeah. feel like to like put in work into a beer and then like and has it happened where it comes out not what you expect so um i've done 200 nano batches on the one barrel system yeah and i think we're at like uh, about 100 batches on the five barrel system over the last two years yeah and we've had one really bad infection off the, the five barrel, which we had to dump, and it was my fault. Uh, it was one of our first batches we did. We didn't CIP the transfer line properly, and okay. like the infection wasn't me. The infection was two or three weeks later out of the kegs. Like we put on tap, like hey, something's going on here. Yeah. And then we realized what it was. Like okay, during transfer we caught an infection. You know, so I had to dump that. I've dumped uh, two nano batches that got infected, and recently I just laid the rest. I don't know if you saw that video of us uh, doing taps. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
chlorine down to one year old imperial stout barrel age. We're all like sipping, you know, whimpering and crying. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah it I tastes it's so great, man. Yeah. Like, man, it's almost there. It's almost there. We're doing samples like every other month. And then and then just like, man, it just like two more months, and then all of a sudden, like, we we're gonna start. Uh, we we're gonna transfer it and condition <laughs> it, and uh, we're like, let's take another sample and transfer it and go. And we took a sample and like automatically, like, yeah, you know, I mean, you're picking up the bourbon, but you just you're automatically picking up the infection. I'm like, no. So, so, no. it, so it's like you can taste it? You could freaking oh, yeah. smell it before you even taste it. Oh, yeah, shit. you could smell right. it automatically. You already know. And I'm like, yeah. I was just there like, that's crazy. shit. <laughs> like, oh, years worth of work down the drain. It, yeah. It's a shot in the gut. And so when did you start uh, getting into brewing and all that? Like what, you know, motivated you to do that? Alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and being in a third world country was where it wasn't easily acceptable. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was borderline prison moonshine. Actually, it was prison moonshine. Okay. Uh, it's gotten a little bit better. Um, <laughs> I think they call it hooch as well, right? It, it was hooch. prison hooch. It was bad, man. <laughs> and then I got, I actually got into distilling over in Afghanistan. I had a, a local guy uh, help me build a still. Yeah. And um, I didn't know anything about heads and tails. And I had, like, two of my good friends almost, like, like get really really sick off my shit oh you know we had one computer for our entire platoon oh and like the internet was like you know old school dial-in aol internet style over there because you're in the middle of nowhere we're on the pakistan border and so i'm there trying to not even google we didn't have google we had yahoo trying to yahoo like you know like (laughs) how to still yeah (laughs) ask jeeves (laughs) <laughs> you can ask that guy anything and he would answer <laughs> that's how i kind of got into it i learned process really well in the oil field and then uh a bunch of dumbass friends around a freaking barbecue pit start a brewery yeah let's do this cool it's, it's like, a common story we right that's yeah. how i mean like best worst decision ever <laughs> and has it always been since you started five by five like was that it or did you have like other names that you had in mind or yeah, how did you come across you know, that i don't name? know if we should talk about this but yes we actually had a, a really really badass name in mind and we were about to file the llc and right when we were about to file it uh we saw another brewery in the area pop up with the exact same name oh oh i see yeah, yeah. <laughs> right down the street too we're like oh shit like, okay so back to the drawing board and we're like yeah. because we want to do something value centric and then we saw that we're like you know what screw it let's go to our roots and we're all military so we're like let's do something military five by five and cool. it confuses the shit out of everyone everyone's like yeah. what does that mean what is it is like the know. number of deployments <laughs> how many guys you guys shot like no it's like it's a military communication term it just oh, means okay. all good or loud oh. and clear oh okay See, that's awesome like I, I didn't know that like me honestly I didn't know that someone said that uh, we, oh man I wish I had a chalkboard for how many times people come in here and try to guess it was like that was the size of the shack that they started brewing in <laughs> <laughs> Close, but no. <laughs> that's cool, man. It's a good one. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And so you you say you like you never like you know you're not a big fan of, of sours, right? Like you say, kind of they. I I I love traditional beers. I yeah. spent a little time in Europe, and I'm a sucker for Belgiums. I'm a sucker for you know all the old school stuff. I, yeah. I just you know I drool over it. And for sure. I mean, granted, you can't brew what you like. You have to brew what the public likes. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why we're doing stupid shit now. Like, oh, look, let's do a seltzer. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> hey, man. Fermented you just, sugar water, man. Dude, so <laughs> you just came out of relevant. And just and like, like, you know, as like how we do music, right? Like, and uh, like I've DJed 
um, I've had to DJ shit that I just mm-mm, I don't like that you know like but you got to download it you got to have it because that's what the people want so like I can relate to that on a, on that level because yeah. fuck yeah. that shit like <laughs> and then it grows on you and it's like oh man like, like just like, you want to piss the stand off go outside and tip them five bucks and tell them Tennessee whiskey <laughs> dude they're, they're gonna stare at you they'll probably throw something at you they'll probably like <laughs> whack me with a guitar like get the fuck out of here dude <laughs> uh, out there in um you know in Denver and stuff like Colorado what's the like the you know the most hitting like style of beer out there it's anything that's weird and people haven't tried yet (laughs) even if it's not good if it's an absurd idea it's like adventure tourism in your mouth or something there's a brewery called Weldworks that they they've capitalized on just making weird ass beers yeah Uh, spaghetti gozas and stuff like that (laughs) they got this you're like man I get some they uh, they got me bread. with that one. Yeah, Could have yeah. done brisket, like, but spaghetti. Like spaghetti I I have man. to know Weird. what that tastes like. I right. It's like, yeah. like you see something, you're like brisket. Uh, it and, sounds that it sounds. Weird and, and they, crazy, but I'm like, yeah. I just want to know what it tastes like. People go crazy for it. <laughs> there was a line for a, wrapped around that brewery for the spaghetti goza. Oh, it blew yeah. my mind and made me sad. That, it does not sound appealing. Well, they're super like, nice guys, uh, super friendly breweries, brewers. So you know, it was like oregano, that, tomato, that was, salt, oh, and like other. Oh. like I said, it would have gone great with uh, garlic with bread. garlic bread. Yeah, but like anything else, no. Yeah, what what was the color? It was a little pink from the tomatoes. Did you guys try it? Yeah, we yeah. had one can. I was like, this is stupid. This is stupid. It was honest to the label. It was not disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 like that, uh, was it that hot Cheeto beer that they did? Oh, oh. Like, I am not touching this. I, like, I don't care what oh, freaking hot Cheeto beer. Yeah, like you know, I saw they did that with uh, tequila too, where they like uh, ferment like the tequila with hot Cheetos and. I'm like, I love hot Cheetos, but I'm not going to fucking drink that. <laughs> I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a big fan of hot it Cheetos. It is amazing. <laughs> it, it really is amazing seeing what some of these guys are doing with beers. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, we, uh, we try to stay on the traditional side, at least here with most yeah. of our beers. But yeah. uh, it's fun watching these guys do these, like, weird-ass pastry styles. Like the guys from Missile Street that came down and did El Mundo with us. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know about oh, this. You really want to good. inject, like, 25 freaking gallons of freaking chocolate syrup? Yeah, yeah. that's what we're doing. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, like we're, we're really putting freaking eight dozens of Shipley donuts in the mash. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm like, uh, oh, okay, let's, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know you could milk a donut. So, I mean, that's cool. I think it was just for show. I think they did it just for the photo op. Yeah. I don't think there was anything like that we actually got out of it. Just like a little bit of the sugar, maybe. But no, that that's good. crazy. Yeah, that like it was, it was a good beer. I liked yeah. it. Uh, I even did the pose. We were actually, <laughs> I was actually talking to them about it today. Like when we released it, we were like, "Man, do we dump this or do we release it?" We're like, "Man, we're we're so sunk in deep on this. Like, we have we to release it." it. Oh, and like when people were buying it, we were like hiding our faces. And, <laughs> and then reviews started coming back. Oh, it's great! It's great! I'm like, "No, it was super. No, good. this was like the biggest screw up ever because <laughs> like it was three or four different processes that uh, didn't make sense to me. And I, I questioned it. They're like, "No, this is how you do it," but they didn't explain the method behind it. Yeah. And because they didn't explain the method behind it, uh, you know, it, we did screw up because there's things that we missed. Like on that beer, what we had happen is that we did our our mixing under pressure, which we shouldn't have done because it was under CO2 pressure. And when you turbulate CO2 at a low temp, when you create carbonic acid. Okay. So we had a shit ton of carbonic acid. We got it out of it, but we had to bleed it off for like total like three or four days. So we lost every single aromatic note that we had on it. Shit. And so I'm like, shit, man. It was a big, big, big beer that we just screwed up on. If we do it again, we know how to do it right this time. But 
you know. So uh, next batch of Mundo will, will be a little different than the first one then? It'll be a lot. There's going to be a lot more. It'll, it'll be the same flavor, uh, same mouthfeel and everything, but you're going to have the, the nose on it. Like this one didn't have any nose. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Because, I, I mean, like oh. I said, I enjoyed the beer. So, uh, Dude, that thing is absolutely amazing that you're pouring right there. The, <laughs> the Mangalorian. Yeah, it's just the one. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, was it this? Yeah, I've been drinking oh, yeah. shit out of this. <laughs> Let's get into our second beer here. Again, from Golden City Brewery, we got the Mangalorian. 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 Oh, is that a play on Star Wars? American oh, yeah, Pale Ale with mango. Yeah. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, and I saw that coming out. I was like, you know what sounds great? Mango Pale Ale. <laughs> and we got it at a 5.6 mm-hmm. ABV. Nice. And, um, yeah, this, this is definitely a day drinker. Yeah. So being a Star Wars fan, what's your take on Mandalorian? Mandalorian itself is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And yeah, I agree, too. my hardcore... Star Wars nerd fans. A lot of people are saying, like, trying like, to be like, no, it's not like this. I, it's not no, that. It, it had the old, to me, it had the old feel to the old yes. Star Wars. It was awesome, they man. Screwed up Star Wars, it is, and then they tried to try to bring old Star Wars back. Yeah, it is like, everything. They're like middle school Andrew was like, I, I was crying, man. Those the last few episodes is just everything I've wanted since I was in middle school reading the novels. It, yeah, I was very happy with that show. Yeah. Movies, eh. <laughs> eh. But the show itself is phenomenal. I'm, I'm a Lord of the Rings crackhead. I, I Dude, really I like Lord of the Rings. I, I just finished crazy. watching. Um, I watched the, the Hobbit movies again. The extended version or whatever's on HBO Max. No. Yeah, yeah, whatever's no. on HBO you Max. Gotta watch yep. the extended version. Yeah, is it's that an extra, like, like, like four like hours total DVDs and stuff? <laughs> when you get extra <laughs> four hours no per right? movie, per movie, man, per <laughs> movie. See, like, and y'all are probably gonna kick me out of the room right now, but. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just, you know, I'm not a fan of Star Wars. What? Or Harry Potter. Wrap it up. Or fucking yeah, like, the Rings. Take my headphones on. Like, we're checked out. Star Trek, though. I, uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't like that was your last life. We, we, we have a homie. Jam, bro. We have a homie. Okay. Okay. All Star, Star Trek, the mask. Spaceballs, the helmet. Or the, the hat. <laughs> yeah. The t-shirt. <laughs> Spaceballs was my jam. Like, I saw that movie before I saw Star Wars. Okay. So, Star Wars just didn't do it for me. I was like, what about me? Blazing Saddles? Oh, Blazing Saddles is awesome. No? What is wrong with you? Where are all the white women know, at? <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. What's for that wrong movie. with me? Yeah, man, I know. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that I've missed out on and just stuff that I just never really dabbled in. Um, but it is what it is. You <laughs> know, you I, 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 like, I like hearing about it because it's interesting. It's obviously brand new to me, right? Yeah, you, can but, learn, uh, you can learn new shit. Like South Park too. Like I was, at, uh, we're in a group chat with like uh, friends from back in the day, and uh, you know they all have similar interests and like well we all do, but I feel that sometimes I'm like, well I wish I played video games because they all they're all kind of gamers. <laughs> You know, and then it's like, too uh, late, they, they, they yeah, share the South Park late, meme, and I'm like, well, I don't really get it. Like, you're like, I don't, <laughs> I don't watch it. Let's get to this Mangalorian. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm excited about this. So it's a, a mango pale ale. Yeah, the can's cool. Here's our uh, amazing graphic designer right here. Oh, oh head brewer, slash head brewer. Do you so do all of them? Or owner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should have seen the first one you did on the guava. There was something very suggestive about it. Look, look, look. I, I think I, I can just imagine something I like that couldn't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> the cross section of guava is suggestive. I, 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 I can't. It's my realism. Yeah, it's, 
Dude, that's yeah. pretty cool, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the guava one's a cool design, and I've always wondered it's about very, like labels. It's very you know, like girl, do they, like, are, are they designed like in house mm. or like do the brewers make them? Usually, the brewers pay a lot of money to have their labels yeah. done. And I had a budget of zero dollars, so I made it happen. And I just now am starting to have a budget to actually pay people to, to be, do, stuff, do to it do professionally. Like, they, no, so oh, man, it's something cool to learn. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing graphic design? I, when I was a child, my parents had a computer with Photoshop 3.0 on it. <laughs> so as my brain was developing, I knew how Photoshop worked. That's cool. So I, I was able, I'm able to use that skill a little bit. That's fucking awesome. I was yeah. like Microsoft Paint, then I found this other one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's <laughs> what I used to do. Because like, like, I never had internet. Like I grew up kind of like, you know, poor. And so like we, we had computers, but no internet. And oh, yeah. uh, so I was limited to what I can do. So I was on Paint a lot. So I would draw a lot on, on the computer. Yeah. I would try to mimic what I would actually draw out and uh, try to do it on the computer and then like when I was in high school I was in a punk band and I would do our like album EP covers and like the flyers for the shows and I would draw them out and then I would by that time I had a, gr- a girlfriend who had money and, uh, and a, a scanner so I would scan my drawings and then finish them on on paint because that's all mm-hmm. I really knew how to yeah, mess dude, with. Crazy. Yeah. And then now uh, you got a phone that does fucking everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> no shit. It's, it's it crazy. just kind of takes away all that's the crazy, fun. Dude, man. Still trying to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> so like, hey, do an Instagram story. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Instagram. Like, pff, I don't fuck with Instagram. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna take a sip, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, happy to be tasting this. Yeah. Yeah. This one was a one-off beer. Oh, okay. And it was a test on the Idaho Gem Hop. Oh, so the aroma on there is all Idaho Gem. And we just had to try it in something, and we smelled it, and we got oh, we, we really got carried good. away with it. That's awesome. It's sent us a lot, but we just haven't touched it. It's fucking good. Probably well, right. here it is. No, dude, it, yeah, that's the flavor. You <laughs> say whatever you want. I don't yeah. give a fuck. The mango is kind of backseat to it, and we put a lot of mango in there. It's 210 pounds of mango. Into a 10-barrel badge. And that, like, how, how much, like, 210 mangoes goes into... Or pounds of mango. Pounds of mango. Um, 200 pounds. That's yeah. a lot. Man, that's a lot. Man. But how much beer does that does that go into? Um, that went into uh, 310 gallons. Shit. 10 barrels, so you're, you're looking at, like... I want to I want to try and do the math to figure out how many mangoes are in this can, like... Yeah, well, cans. it's the guava that has over four times as much you know, fruit in it. You're talking about freaking by volume spread across, <laughs> you know, 600 This reminds cans. me of fruity loops. Not a lot. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of mango. FL, I was thinking the same thing. Right? Crazy. I just upgraded to the latest one. Oh, so, and you make music too. Cool, man. That's awesome. No, because I'm telling them, bro, I'm like, this reminds me of fruity loops. Oh, yeah. Right. That's cool. Is that where you got the idea from? Or? No, it's coincidence. Just <laughs> it's just, it's just a mango. The, the Mandalorian <laughs> little helmet thing on. Yeah, yeah. That's works. awesome though, dude. It's, yeah, that's, that's good, man. I threw a vague shape similar reminiscent. If you're seeing something that's trademarked there, that's purely coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, do yeah, you, Disney. how do you guys go start the process? Like, you know what? Let's fucking do a guava fucking sour. Like, you just idea like it just starts with an idea they all are built off of something from before and recipes we've done before and we take a lot of risks but where they're always pretty safe that well, was always something pretty good comes out of them that's crazy it's yeah. all like are y'all eating the fruit at the, the 
the moment where it just like oh, shit, sometimes we just eat a candy or chew a piece of weird gum or something. Yeah, or like my mom sent me a bunch of uh, like Mexican candies. Oh, mm. so you know we got like mangoes and tamarind and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, try this. Let's make this a beer. Like this is my do, favorite stuff in the world. It sounds kind of corny, but you also try like a Mexican candy beer. That that's, is an idea we're plan. definitely gonna do here. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited pretty, for that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a high fire beer. I, I showed them uh, our secret uh, Valley Source vanilla that we get. Down oh yeah, Danny's. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Taking photos, I'm like, dude, the cheaper you go on a vanilla, the better off you are. Man. For sure. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, most of the time it's either Derek being like, "Hey, we should do this kind of beer," and us being like, "Well, okay, if you did this, it might be right." Or me coming up with like some yeah. random idea, like this fruit goes well with this beer. Let's do yeah. this. It's and then be like, let's slow down. Yeah. It's really expensive. It's called working as a team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a group intelligence. You, you do much better stuff as a group than you can <laughs> alone. Yeah. We are the board, right? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. yeah, the the guava was based on a beer that we originally made in 1998. It's called the Cherry Bomber. And Cherry we just bomber? bought a gold medal at the JABF, or not a gold medal, a silver that one. We b- bought a silver medal, so we just by putting tons of money into it, just so it was the four pounds per gallon of fruit, and it was not a commercially viable beer at all. Uh, we would have to charge like nine bucks a pint for it, uh, but we just did it just for the competition to win a medal. So we did. <laughs> well, and that's then kind 20, of average price, yeah, right? Like, yeah, twenty years later. Yeah, 20 years later, cherries are the same price, oh, oh yeah, this was but with inflation. Years so we made the beer again for, uh, yeah, our, what, 2018? Mm-hmm. Was that our 25th anniversary or something? 93, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And um, turns out that now that's an appropriate price for a beer, especially one with that much fruit in it. So we just kept rotating the fruit and the bomber, and then we did the guava and the... Uh, the reception was so big we couldn't stop. Yeah. Badass. There was a couple times we did polls on Facebook and stuff like, "Hey, what fruit should we do next?" They just guava. 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 And he stacked the vote. He cheated here. <laughs> he, it, it, it was not a secure election there uh, for, the, for the guava. And so Recount. because of him, we made the best beer we had there. Oh, so down there. It was, it was a little rigged. It's not a good chain of custody or whatever there. Oh, man. So are we your guinea pigs with this freaking pineapple mango? We oh. used it in other stuff. Just oh, not in the Oh, no. shit. Uh, it's hard to go wrong. <laughs> We're here to hold your hand. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, do you guys work on a lot of collabs out there? We do some. Yeah. Um, you know, when all the COVID stuff happened, there was a big COVID relief beer. So, uh, Left Hand Foundation sent out uh, grain, hops, and recipes to every brewery that wanted to participate. Yeah. And it was like 130 breweries. Um, and it was just a nice, it was called COVID Relief Pale Ale. Or, oh, yeah? It was... It was a good pale ale. So, like, everyone made, like, their own, or? It was yep. the same recipe, Same ingredients, same, same ingredients. recipe, different systems, different tweaks. brewers. Yeah. And they said, uh, you can tweak within these parameters. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, though, we snuck a little mosaic pretty in sure there. there was a couple that tasted different, right? Of course. Very yeah. different. So it's amazing one, how different a different brew system would make yeah. a taste. Yeah. So, that one, we added the mosaic, and we did a little bit of mango in that one as well. And that's kind of where the Mangalorian idea gets like, why don't we just add more mango? It's <laughs> delicious. This is actually pretty similar to that recipe, but with like 20 times as much mango. Yeah. We just added it just a hint to set it off because everyone's brewing the same beer. We didn't want ours to stand out a little bit. So. Oh, that's cool, man. Man, I went to, um, well, when I visited 
out there in Colorado and stuff, uh, I still wasn't big on the whole like brewery like chain like to go get a beer at the brewery and stuff. So I wish I would have known, man, because I probably missed a whole bunch of badass beers. I was there for a whole week, so I could have visited, you know, a whole bunch of things. Still got time. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Definitely gonna go back. (laughs) Yeah. Any breweries on your list if you go back? I don't know, man. I'll probably just, you know, get there and be like, Golden. let me hit you guys up and then I'll go from there. <laughs> I'll hit you guys up and then I'll go from there. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. That's to live in the moment. Yeah, I've obviously never been really that far because I've never flown. You can drive up there. You can drive, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking drive. I drove drive. from uh, McAllen to Denver when I moved up there. Straight oh, okay. shot, man. It was long ass drive. So it should have been like 18, 19 hours, but I had a dog with me, so every... Hour, it's not for like twenty stopped. minutes. Dude, I drove all the way from upstate New York down here. It was a thirty-six hour drive, fueled on cigarettes, Red Bull, and dip. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I, I drank twenty-four hour energy drinks like they were going out of business. I had like Dude, nine thousand so hours I, of energy going. No I, shit, I, I didn't make it. I stopped in Galveston because my brother was in medical school, so I stopped in Galveston to see my brother. And I was just like, man, dude, I'm, I'm. I, there's no way I, I need to sleep for at least twelve hours. There's no way I can hit the road. I'm already exhausted. And uh, my wife is expecting, like, any day now. So I'm like, shoot, man, I need to get home. My brother's like, here, take this. What is it? Don't worry about it. It's what they give the B-2 bomber pilots in freaking the military. (laughs) And again, he's a doctor. I'm like, uh, I mean... Theoretically, I should trust him, but he's my brother. I know I shouldn't trust him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a oh, I took it. Oh my gosh! What I, I I was like, I had to call him like halfway. Is like, is this shit legal? It's like, why? I was like, because man, I have never been on crack, but this is why I imagine crack feels <laughs> like, like you know, like, oh man. Yeah. Finally got home and do I slept for like two days. Like I was freaking. Oh man, horrible. I, I never like wanted to do cross country. Oh yeah. shit, we're doing one in the summer. I forgot with uh, potentially you guys. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, big biker rally. Yeah, we're doing a ride for your flag all the way from Mission, Texas, all the way up to North Dakota, and then oh, back. Shit. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're gonna stop over here at these guys' place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, awesome. I'll mention that to to my cousin. Um, he's in Border Patrol, but he he did something like that last year where he just rode up with some friends, like did like this whole like guys day or it was like a wild almost hogs. like a whole month. Yeah, it was a kind of like a wild <laughs> hogs type of thing, and I'm like, shit, that's fucking awesome. That sounds fun. I, I heard it's not. Uh, they call it the iron ass, and I like I don't want to. I, I do not <laughs> know, want to know why they're calling that the iron oh, iron I ass bet ride. After a ride ass, like that, I don't dude. Know. Your ass is probably fucking uh, toast. <laughs> you won't feel that for a couple. If, of if days. you had a booty, you probably lose it at the end of that fucking trip, man. Like, or it's gonna be swollen. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll probably have a bigger one. <laughs> That's man, the secret. Let me open up. That's the secret, else, dude. dude. Try the uh, the coconut one. The coconut stuff. No, it's uh, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was a beer there that I fought for a while to make. I, I need a cup of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Pull so him, um, my first brewing experience ever was with Maui Brewing Company. They're making their coconut porter, and uh, I love that beer so much that I was like, we got to make one of our own. Yeah. And we did a damn good job with it. I'm looking forward to this because mm, this is right up my alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you designed this can as well? Yeah. Yeah, it's all original artwork there. So <laughs> where do you get the the ideas? Hey, Andrew described it to me, this vision he had in his head. Okay. And I did my best. It's all coconut. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. Very much so. 
There's two cans in here. Dude, there's so yeah. much coconut, it actually almost smells like, yeah. like it could be barrel aged. So there if there's two cans of that shit, let's, let's open yeah. both. And yeah. enjoy the fuck out of this because this yeah. smells great. I it's didn't know that there was a second can in there. That was actually the one that I had to hide from my guys I brought out here. But yeah, go ahead, help yourself. <laughs> oh no, no, oh, if, if not playing, I'm playing, playing. Oh, okay. No, I was telling them uh, they were laughing at me earlier because I was chewing my guys' ass out because I literally have to hide beer in our uh, hot fridge. Yeah, uh, and dude, they keep on did freaking nose like bloodhounds, man. I don't know how they find them. Like I. I'm hiding them in like really secretive places, and they're still finding them. Like any type got, of special. If you tab. got cameras, there's your answer. Oh gosh! No, no, the no! Rewinding. No, <laughs> like, where the fuck did George put it this time? Dude, <laughs> you need a beer sample safe. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably well, be the. Let me read this can off here. We got the coffee coconut chaos oh by God. Golden City Brewing. You know, we got a four point nine. Mm-hmm. And this is a English porter with coconut and coffee. Four point nine ABV. I find it crazy that the sour was stronger. But oh, yeah. cheers. Cheers. that's just the alcoholic cheers. in me. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Thanks a lot for uh, sitting yeah. down and having a you know conversation with us. Yeah, you know, it's pretty awesome. To, is, this, uh, is this your first time down here? Um, down to McAllen, oh, this area. Valley, yeah. Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. You've cool. been to Texas before? Only the... I guess Big I was cities, like Corpus. Yeah, is the closest oh. I've been. So oh, okay. Not so too far away. It's like an hour we away, do an hour and a half. we got to do Texas Valley questions. Uh, Whataburger. Uh, I had one in the airport on my way over. Yes or no? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's yes. good? Uh, yeah. Botana? Uh, I heard you had a Botana. What's your thoughts on those? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I have. The big ass big has a plate with fajita with uh, oh, meat. Yeah. And, oh yeah, it's like the ultimate oh, nacho. <laughs> yeah, there's there's this just cheese dish before. Yeah. It was just like a cheese taco. I kind of took the yeah, showed them another valley tradition this morning. Uh, um, big red and barbacoa. Oh, that, mm. oh okay, yeah, yeah, that was that was good. good. I got it. That, that yeah. combo. Did anyone tell you what barbacoa was? No. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Can't be that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah, now, when you bad. start getting linguas and stuff, that's when you're like, uh, this is a little sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> Beef cheek. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Beef cheek. That's good. Yeah. For the tongue, did you have the tongue? Have you guys been oh, yeah. down to Chigos for their smoked barbacoa? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh, man. That That is freaking absolutely yeah. insane. It's good, dude. I had tried to get his barbacoa, but uh, he had sold out by the time I went. And uh, I ended up getting his pozole, and that was fire, man. That shit was, man. Because I like menudo. I don't. Have you had menudo? Do you know what that is? I don't. It's, don't <laughs> don't ask what it is. Just try it. Yeah. Just yeah. try it. Yeah. If you go to a, a restaurant, just, <laughs> menudo is. It, it's, you know. It'll be considered taboo where you're from. I don't know. We All them weed. white people up there. Rocky, yeah. Is that we, what you're trying to say? Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, Perhaps. We, we eat Rocky Mountain oysters. I, mean, I don't know right. how much oh, worse yeah, than that no, you yeah. get. You know what? They I can, love oysters. Dude, you got to admit, man. They're so not white oysters. people can outgross us on shit. Amount, uh, have you know what Mountain oysters, oysters are? are, are no. Well, I know what regular oysters are. <laughs> I know what no, regular oysters are. Bull testicles. Oh, yeah? They're fried bull testicles. I've never had that. There's a brewery in Denver that makes a bull testicle beer. I was about to, I was about yeah. to, Dude, I was about to joke around it's, with that. It's delicious. And yeah. when you read the can, you're like, with hints of nuttiness. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the brewers did something weird here. I have to look this up. 
<laughs> it says not vegan somewhere else. Well, I'm going to dip into not this vegan. coffee stout. Dude, yeah, I Cheers, took a everybody. sip. Thanks yeah. a lot for coming Cheers, by. Cheers, man. All this that stuff. fucking great. Mm. Yeah, we have a local coffee Dude, roaster. So we source amazing, our coffee dude. from them right across the street it, from this us. This is a, like a dessert, breakfast, every. Oh, this is awesome. This I can drink this on a lawnmower. This is Yeah, no, I can drink this like at work. Like. Straight up, dude. Like, because yeah. I, I work in construction. Yeah. I try to stay away from the coke. That so explains I'll, I'll drink a water. lot. <laughs> this has the caffeine to it. That's for sure. Dude, no, this is. Yeah. And then like the the ABV is not so crazy high. Bad, so no. we go you can have balance, a few man. of these. We don't go man. for booze. We don't go for like how many hops can we put in this thing? Like, whoa. <laughs> or like how strong can I make you know, this? Or like you know shit like that. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes. Balance, sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> no, that that's kind of my mentality. Yeah, because you gotta have. Your heavy drinking. hitters, right? You know, yeah. like you have hubris, but you don't have that. Like, that's why I'm. It's got to have some balance to it, at least yeah. a little bit. At least the attempt. At it, it has to be a ple- pleasurable experience to drink it. Yeah, yeah like that's- there's some prairies that are, you know, like twelve percent or thirteen percent in a little twelve ounce bottle, and I've had some that I, I just couldn't enjoy, and this is prairie, right? But yeah. there are some that are good, but there's some that are just like, nah, bro, like fuck, like you're yeah. just trying to get me drunk. Yeah, when I first really buy me a burger beers, first. Yeah, uh, you know, Imperial Stouts is where I loved and big, thick, heavy stuff. Yeah. And as I've gotten older, it's like, well, you know, I just want something I don't have to brush my teeth afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> something so like I don't have to drink a water with. I'm not that much of a heavy stout drinker. They get they get me, especially like um, like those aged in bourbon and stuff like that. I, oh, I can't, dude. So I, like, I, I, I do like I'll try those, them, though. Man, I know. If I like it, I like it. But there's some that I've tried where it, it's just not for me. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you guys can confirm. Uh, do you, has your palate evolved based off your work? Because I started off loving heavy, thick beers. And now I'm getting to, like, I, I Seltzers. want. Seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky there's a table. In this <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to freaking be in construction when you're, both your hands are broke. Oh, my <laughs> uh, But, like, uh, the more delicate beers, like lagers and stuff, which I find okay. way more complicated. Not complicated, but uh, delicate. They're hard to perfect. And, uh, dude, it's just like, dude, you're talking about a mass-produced beer that people do, and they do it easily. I'm talking about the big boys. And here on the small level, it's like the hardest beer for us to make. I can make a stout all day long because mm-hmm. I can mask flavors just like IPAs. I'm not talking trash about IPAs, but <laughs> it's a trash beer. You're just going to mask it with freaking hops and freaking other shit. You freaking try their pale ale without freaking all the hops. You're like, this is freaking horrible. <laughs> hey, I have an idea. Let's put freaking 100 pounds of hops on it. Oh, now, oh look, this is the greatest shit ever. Freaking four stars. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Most breweries I go to, you know, I try like a... A light beer, like a Pilsner or a Lager or Kolsch or something like that, or, you know, then a Red, a and then I go with a Stout, Easy Stout. Yeah. If you can't nail those three those styles, three. then you yeah. don't have any business making more. Yeah. You know, right. like, For sure. Well, you know, as a brewer, when you spend all week brewing beer, tasting beer, and that's your entire job, and then your weekend, what are you going to do for recreation? You're going to go drink beer, taste beer, and then <laughs> it's, it's like you're working still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I find a nice nice vacation in drinking huh? some domestics oh, here oh, from sure. time to time, because yeah, I, mean, I will not think about work when I'm drinking them, so yeah, <laughs> it's sense. not that I think they're good, or they're, they're, I do enjoy them, but yeah. it's just, it's a, it's a break from work. Yeah. yeah, no, I can relate, because um, there's a lot of times that I feel like I've just burnt myself out on craft sometimes. So mm-hmm. I'll buy like some Lone Star and uh, or like Lone Star Lights, preferably my favorite Lone Star. And uh, the drive-through that's by my house don't have that shit, so I get Miller. Mm-hmm. But like, 
I, I totally understand where you're coming from, man. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, but different for you because it's it's yeah. work. Like, fuck, oh, yeah. fuck work. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, burned out on work, too. <laughs> yeah. like, one of my favorite beers I had was when they were making it. Couldn't get it in Colorado anymore. It was just PBR Light. I was drinking PBR it unironically, Light. which is ironic in itself. And I melted down all the cans and cast them into tap handles for craft beer. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's crazy. They only cut a couple people's hands. <laughs> just a couple. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. It wasn't my job to finish it. Another beer? <laughs> yeah. You just oh, got to. No, you're still babysitting that you, pour over there. You, you got to wear gloves, right, to pour that beer. Make sure you got on your PPE. Before we move yeah. on to the next one, how does the how does like coconut and like work with all this? That stuff? was a we really lucked out on the process on that. We theorized a bunch and then we just applied it and it worked as well as could be imagined on that. So it's just we treat the flaked coconut like it's grain in the mash. And it, this is it turned out great. All that, the that's mash added. Yeah. Yes, and the, do not ferment it. That will ruin you, the shelf life on your beer. Yeah. So if you add coconut, it's full of fat, yeah. and the fat in the fermenter not we can go rancid. So the yeast eat all the fat, and they drop them out the cone. So of the you fermenter. really add that in during the mash. Yep. Dude, so and it's it's like half the volume of the mash. We put seventy five pounds per ten barrels where we're at the total yeah. grain bill, including the coconuts, like. Under 600, 550. Dude, I had never once thought of that because yeah. I was, when when someone's like, hey, you need to do a coconut like stout or something, yeah. I'm like, man, dude, I don't Please. know about adding this in onto the freaking secondary because that yeah. has all the fat in you it. You have no shelf life because fat goes rancid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah so dude, that's ingenious. Yeah, because you're going through the mash, you're freaking boiling it off, so you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. It's more lofted through itself. Yeah. So, you dude. Know. Yeah. Mm. Maybe the fat sticks Crazy. in the mash, something about the process. Right yeah. this down. But that <laughs> so we, uh, <laughs> we threw the 150 pounds Same in the mash tun, everything. Yeah. and I sat there with a the flamethrower and just blowtorched all of it. Oh, it's wow. me with the flamethrower, one person with a paddle, like, oh, fire. <laughs> just putting it out. It's so you were toasting it? <laughs> toasting it in the mash tun, man. And that entire brew house smells like brownies and coconuts when it's, it's mm. so good. It's my favorite beer to brew. Look, man, uh, this... We want a gold medal for our red. It's probably so the best coconut beer I've ever tasted. I'm not even like just it. saying that because y'all are here... That's I have not tasted for. one this mm. good. Well, not gold medal, but I, I, I want to place bad on that one, man. Yeah. That beer is why I'm still brewing here. I just I like my first my first year on there. There's this recipe we've been brewing since 1993. For the first year, it was the only beer we brewed, and it's been entered many times as never never won. And I I took it over and I changed the base malt to local artisan maltsters. Like we have much better ingredients than we used to have, and then the first year. After I re- re- rebalanced that recipe, we got a gold medal on it in the first try. Oh, shit. And then I just got just completely conceited and full of myself. Now I, just, <laughs> I won't stop brewing. That's awesome, I got dude. I got very cocky. I started making all this ridiculous stuff. Ah, yes, it does say 2018 gold. Yeah, we got, got the, the legendary red ale from Golden City Brewery, and it is uh, the 2018 uh, took took home the gold in the 2018 the great american beer festival yep for north german style alt beer that's pretty much like the olympics of beer that's awesome man that's fucking cool and um 
How do you guys say that? Dusseldorf style okay. halt beer. So okay, I just want you guys to say So what, you, you, that, is that the category you had in? Yeah, North beer? German style alt beer, and Dusseldorf is a sub style of the category. Oh, shit. We have that a, year, we they have decided a the friend, so. Dusseldorf <laughs> would be the winners for it. Now they hey, choose which version of the style. So what's going winner. on with GABF this year? Because we, we submitted for this last mm-hmm. year, and it was like a waiting list yeah. just to get in. And they only took, like, so... We mm-hmm. wanted to do it the year before. We were still mm-hmm. getting up and running. We couldn't. We applied this year, but um, yeah, they we took our money, in. but we didn't get in. Oh, we didn't get in this year either. They took our money. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I think they might have taken my money too. Yeah, I think they did. I yeah. don't know. But I wasn't very motivated. I was busy uh, working on the business through all the shutdowns. Well, we wanted to submit our uh, the the honey brown. We wanted to submit in the brown category, uh, the honey category, not the brown. We'll get destroyed in the brown category, and uh, the red and the red, and then. Um, Wanted to submit the coffee stout in the coffee category, mm-hmm. not in the stout quarter category, because we'll get murdered in that one. Yeah, <laughs> but we didn't, didn't even have an opportunity to this year. Well, dude, oh my god, let's that looks get to so this clean. Legendary red is, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, look at that. beautiful color, beautiful, awesome. Cheers, cheers, cheers guys. guys. Can't wait yeah. to taste this. Yeah, all of the malt in that is um, all the base malt except for the things we can't Jeez. buy in the states. Dude, is grown in man. Colorado and nice. malted there. Huh? We have a local craft maltster that charges an arm and a leg for their malt, and that's root shoot malting. Dude, I could. But that's. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's the reason why we won the medal. Water, yeah. On there, you just have the perfect grain for the perfect style. That's for awesome, that one. man. It tastes so good. Yeah. Carbonation's wow. on point. Nose is on point. Emulate the mineral content. It of tastes the water legendary. We do <laughs> have a we do have good uh, water chemistry to do a lot of these German style beers. Um, being on Clear Creek there, that's why they built Coors and Golden. It's because of that water. The water. Which they probably don't even use directly anymore. Dude, I, I well, no, no, off topic, whatever, off beer or whatever, but um, I've heard that, like, like pizza, that's why it tastes different in different, like, places because of the water that they make the bread, like, the bread with yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then there's the altitude so, and, and pretty crazy. Water yeah. chemistry yeah. is everything in beer. That's something that I've worked at a few breweries. And, you know, like beer salts, you know, adding gypsum and chalk and all sorts of shit to your beer is not something most breweries do. And it's something we do a shit ton of. We yeah. are very analytical about it. Very, He's very yeah. chemistry driven on it. Yeah. Um, it can crash. It makes a world of difference. It really I does. need to pick your all's brain because we yeah. got that new RO system coming in. Mm. And uh, one of the things is that we've been lacking is uh, water profiles. Mm. So we, I think I talked to you guys earlier about that. We strip <sighs> everything down, mm-hmm. and Damn, we we bumped up the parts per million up to like 120 and stuff. But All these beers have been. What we're talking about with that new yeah, RO system amazing, is that bro. we strip everything back down, and we're going to actually build the profiles that we want. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while, but now with this new RO system coming in, that we're going to finally yeah. start it. So I need to. Yeah, you pick your brain. Yeah, we're, our we're, water down here is horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh well yeah. water's like hey. twenty two hundred parts per million, and then <laughs> city water's like twelve hundred parts per million, and that's with like a butt ton of chlorine and fluorides mm. in it. Like, oh yeah, you know my little RO system over there is chlorine just screaming beer. at me. I have not. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, uh, calcified RO. It system. is, man. <laughs> I should take it apart and show you right now. They yeah. look like freaking crystals in there. Like, dude, I can they chop are. these off and sell them as diamonds, man. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado for some all the hippies. Mm. Yeah, I had tasted um, a another local brewery uh, a few or a couple years ago. I was going to a um, a, a restaurant and um, you know for date night have you know barbecue and some some beers. And I always wanted to taste the you know like especially if it's local like a, a craft beer from from here and. 
I guess it, it comes down to the water or maybe what they were using to purify it or I don't know, but this beer just had a dirty towel aftertaste. Like it was that that's infection, man. Okay. Oh, so yeah. That's and an infected if you're beer. picking I, I, up if you're picking up cardboard, stuff like that, that's oxygenation. If you're picking up butter uh and popcorn you're that's diacetyl that means you're rushing the process yeah um i'll give you an example like go to the store buy three or four blondes okay let them sit out at room temperature and just take a sip if you pick up popcorn or butter diacetyl means they're rushing the process and they're not doing it right and you're gonna find a shit ton of blondes out there that they actually rush that's crazy because like Mm. you know like me being just like a you know not in the the business like you guys and stuff like uh we don't know like i don't know those tricks and stuff like that so maybe i've gotten beers that i've had so far and i'm like man this tastes bad it must be how they do it and i'm like drinking it when it could have been like you know bad or something like that like it's crazy yeah like i know like certain beers like don't fusel alcohol don't let him go on for a while (laughs) i don't know if you want me to go on about that that's my pet peeve of the industry and what is that oh they're um when you ferment your beer too warm for your yeast, you stress your yeast out, and they start rushing it, and they start making fusel alcohols, long-chain fatty alcohols and whatnot. They're, a lot of them are literally poison. Oh, shit. And um, it's like some brewers, they do them on purpose to get the ester profiles and stuff, and like in some Belgian beers, they're naturally there at certain levels, and they give people more hangovers and stuff. Um, some brewers I've met have just been you know, functioning alcoholics, as can happen to... Many of us. Oh yeah. And the only way the only way to get what drunk is anymore is to make the fusel alcohols. Oh dang. So I mean, it gets you more drunk because it is poison. It's got to be pretty hard on the body. Like, Probably not even drunk. You're just dying a little bit. Yeah, you just <laughs> just, just, just dying a little bit. Yeah, on the inside. What That's about where the guys happens. are like um, stepping up their attempts? Like, uh, for example, you know, we start off, you know, with our LEs, we start off at like. 68 and after like 36 hours 69 70 yeah. 71 that that's actually the best way to avoid them is to slowly slowly ramp up your temperature every yeast is different and can be handled differently once you know your house yeast really well but um it, the problems really come when people are trying to ferment their beers faster they go oh hey i can turn this beer in 10 days if i ferment it at 76 <laughs> I, that's an extreme case Dude, it just you know it you know, it baffles me, not oh. baffles me, but, like, it's mm. crazy how so many, you know, temperature-wise, like, so many little things, yeah. like, that you guys need to yeah. keep watch at, you know? Yeah. And it's not necessarily CO2, crazy, oxygen, dude. Like, that's nuts. Sunlight, freaking oh, pressure. Dude, everything. <laughs> it's crazy. Any like, variable you can think of, grain dust, that's our biggest enemy in here is uh, grain dust. Grain oh, dust wow. is, like, freaking, dude, That that's our yeah. nightmare in here. Like, because we have all our here. grain in here, and grain dust is, like, the dirtiest shit on earth and you want to keep it away from your beer because you're going to get infected mm-hmm. you can ask yep. them we're brewing this today i was so many things go into like, brewing uh, beer man uh, yeah well, the first it? line of my brewer's textbook was uh brewers make wort yeast makes beer and it's damn yeah. true man. and we are yeast shepherds so it goes back and forth a little, like, bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit yeah like, do thing yeah but, yeah. yeah i used to uh, uh i used to be a cook uh, a pit master at a barbecue restaurant oh shit and um which one at Rudy's, yeah. I thought you said barbecue restaurant. Oh. Isn't it a convenience store? You guys have a gas station. I know. It's no, like no, no. Bill Miller's. But like, I learned a lot about barbecuing there, right? And um, you can't speed things up that aren't supposed to be sped up. Like, I would do par sheets, right? 
and I knew what needed like after so long of being there like I knew what we needed on certain days but management didn't want to have a lot of leftover meat and shit so they would run their pars short we'd get a rush more than likely hey drop this drop this drop this it's like dude it ain't gonna oh, come out in the dude, time that you want it England IPA is really good See, so, like, they'd be like, well, speed cook it. And you can't speed yeah. cook shit. Like, I mean, and I'm, I mean, when it comes to beer, you can't speed it up. I mean, you got to just. Yeah. A good craft takes time. Yeah. And if you speed it up, mm. it, it ruins everything. There is innovation that can happen that can shave a lot of time off your beer. Yeah. But there, there's some things you can't compromise on. Like a big ass freaking was it a centrifuge? <laughs> centrifuge that would be innovation. Definitely. I, I want one so bad, oh, yeah. but I saw the price tag. I'm like, yeah. damn it! Yeah. Like, yeah, you can get an Alpha Lavelle for fifty two thousand. No, I'm not buying freaking bitty one. It's uh, like uh, this the, big. It's adorable. Oh god! <laughs> you scale rate, up, though? and it'll take you two days to run the beer through. No, yeah, no. I, I I'll just I'll just let it sit for a couple weeks. <laughs> Introduce the next beer. Pass me a glass, please. Oh, shit. And you obviously designed this. That is the label I spent six months on, as opposed to most of the labels take up to six hours. Six hours? <laughs> I can see why this you were took six for, months. Yeah, it's, fucking it's, it's awesome. an awesome, dope-ass uh, label there. We've yeah. got the Firefly New England IPA at a 6.5 ABV. Shit. You know, um, so I tried this yesterday, and I shit you not, I would put this up there with my favorite IPA, which is the Electric Jellyfish from Pint House. I'll That's a right fucking good nice. idea. That's a compliment. Yeah, thank you. I've, yeah, I've, you know, like um, a couple of podcasts ago, I had a question. I was like um, thinking of um, what makes it a New England IPA? Well, there's a little bit of disagreement on that. Some people, consumers tend to say it has to have that haze can't have the bitterness and so this style was originally made to just get the most flavor out of the hops without the generally lower bitterness and okay. so they could have been clear or not but now now as far as I, when i'm cons- c- talking to consumers i'm going to say a new england is hazy where a juicy is a new england without the haze okay and that's uh, the best i can communicate it's new new terms and everything and the market's changing and dynamic but basically there's Almost no bittering hops in exactly. most New England hop. Yeah. I mean, New England IPAs. It's all Whirlpool editions, massive yeah. Whirlpool editions, and fermentation editions. Like we do, um, like a brew day dry hop, like right into the tank, like as soon as it starts fermenting. That's yeah. And uh, there's a lot of brewers talking about biotransformation. It gives you that generic, like rich, fruity flavor in right. there. Mm-hmm. And that that's, nice. that happens when you add the dry hops when the yeast is still working, and they they actually do ferment, uh, transform some of the molecules in the hops. Yeah. No man, like IPAs, I've always leaned more towards the hazy ones because they've yeah. been easier to just drink. Yeah, um, there are some that are just way too bitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're using uh, yeah, London, right? Yeah, my London, my father London. way back oh, yeah. in the '90s, where I was always saying, people like hop flavor; they hate bitterness. Yeah. So he had the pieces exactly. there yes, in yes, the '90s, but he didn't didn't piece them together yet. He's a purist. purist. He, <laughs> wanted brew, brew, he wanted to brew beers true <laughs> style and perfectly. Yeah, that was his his mantra there for sure. Yeah, nice. so that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, this tastes this fucking is, great. I mean, yeah. It's nice, um, dude. Every beer I've had from yeah. you know you guys so far has been yeah. yeah amazing. And it's cool that y'all have like you know y'all brought a variety for us to try and and you know 
Well, no. To be able to just... I need to correct you. They brought a variety for me. And I'm <laughs> sharing. Yes. George yeah. actually was the, the, the sweetheart in, in this moment because he's sharing his beer with his us. His beer with well, us. Well, let's either give it to you guys or have my freaking bloodhounds in there steal it all. Steal so. it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I guess the um, thing I missed on the hazies. It, they're full of oats and wheat, just massive, massive amounts of oats, oats and wheat. And wheat. Mm. Gives them a, like a richer body, like more sweetness. Yeah. Sweetness can get really high on them. I've been fighting that. I am very dry compared to all of my competition on this beer. Yeah. Uh, most mm. New Englands have lactose in them as well. Okay. Just yeah. Add the mouthfeel and sweetness. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. The market this rewards it. Has no lactose in it, which is really? the first time we've made a New England. Well, we, we, we a, did two of them with lactose, and the market really liked it. But we, we, we we've done one New England that we did with the brewery and planting howling rabbits. And dude, I was like, I saw the amount of lactose he was in there. I was like, Are cool. you sure? Like, I'm like, Yeah, shut up. I'm like, Okay. Like, man, he pumped a lot of it in there. Now this fucking beer tastes really good, man. Like, I like it a lot. I can have this, like, barbecuing. Like, I mean, I love to fucking barbecue. I mean, I can even have this one barbecuing, man. This coconut. Make a barbecue sauce out of that, man. Go ahead to no, shut up. Shit. Actually, uh, my, my favorite one so far, I mean, they're all been amazing, but that uh, legendary red ale. Yeah. That's just been on point. That blew, yeah. that, that that blew me away because, awesome. like. I've had some red Mine ales that are this one just because my love for sours. <laughs> well, like I said, I love traditional. Yeah, and mm. you know, alt beers are That's, just like yeah. I mean, alt beer. What does alt beer stand for? Old alt beer? Alt is old. old beer. Yeah, yeah. The style predates um, the introduction of lager yeast into the brewing community because it's so old. So it's a Munich style ale that is lagered, but. That did it. The lager yeast didn't exist when the style was created. So oh, you treat true. it like a lager with the ale yeast, and it keeps it real smooth, real, mm. real clean, and all those Munich grainy flavors come through. And yeah, and I've I've had a red ale from BJ's. Mm. Nah. Yeah, not oh. the same, Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah Red. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't mind it. I like it. I mean, you know, it's good with a freaking burger. Yeah, my with a burger. With reds is but this very, is good by uh, itself. They're very anemic. They're very, you know, thin and how watery. Did, how did ours come out? Yours is good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yours was perfect. Um, yeah. But that's my big problem. It's either they're anemic for American reds, at least. They're either anemic or they're just way too hoppy. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's an American red. Yeah, it, it makes me sad. Too many hops. That's in the description. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, our, our, yeah, like, I, I'm a, I'm a red nut. Like, that's why he was talking shit about Jeremiah Red. Yeah, I understand it's BJ, but... That's like what got me into reds. Is like, man, I love that red. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think we all yeah. have the. I don't like to I'll stick us. to BJ's. You stick to your Bill Miller barbecue, okay? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, no, for yeah. me, it was uh, see, the beer that got me into beer was La Fin de Mon. Okay. Universe. I remember that one. Yeah. I went to Roosevelt when I was 19 with my dad. And he was like, I'm going to order you a beer. And I was yeah. like, all right, cool. All right. <laughs> and I was like, so your dad amazing. was into craft also then? Oh, yeah. yeah. My dad was a big fan of Rosie's. He's been there since they first opened. And oh, that's crazy. He still goes there all the time. You know, my dad's always been a Bud Light guy. So growing up, it was like when I would try to sneak beers from him and stuff like that, it, it was always Bud Light, you know? Yeah. So, you know, actually for a while, I didn't even really, you know, know about really all this craft stuff you know and then um as i got older i visited um i think austin one time i went out to a brewery out there and i was like oh shit like this is crazy and then little by little i started getting knowledge of like breweries around texas and stuff like that so 
Pretty yeah, awesome. I uh, my cousin and I were stealing beers from from his <laughs> veteran uncle. <laughs> Who, I heard uh, the story. <laughs> Keep going. And, uh, and he had a fridge in their garage full of Miller Lite. And we were just, one summer, it was a summer we were going to be freshmen. So we were like, Alcoholica, because like our favorite band was Metallica, right? So we're like, oh, let's fucking do this, right? So, um, yeah, we, we, we started like three, four beers. And we were like, oh, like, you know, all dumb. And by the end of the summer, we were leaving him with like about three, four beers in his fridge. And he was an alky. My my uncle uh, also drank Miller. So like he was living at his house. So, you know, it was like, oh, he's not going to tell him because he's living there for free. Like he ain't going to call him out and hey, you're drinking my beer. So we were like getting away with it. Right. But Miller was my my first beer. So, okay. yeah, that was oh, like man. and and. Like, I, growing up, dabbled with, like, Red Stripe. Like, I, you know, started experimenting whatever my underage ass can get bought, you know, (laughs) which was a lot of MGD, you know, so that was cool, too. Yeah, (laughs) you know, my dad was a big influence in all that, so there was even times where, for Christmas parties for his company, he would get kegs of St. Bernardus Noel, which is their Christmas beer. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like a more flavorful Shiner Bach. Okay. But with like twice the alcohol. Mm. So, you know, his staff would be sitting there pouring pints, like, this is delicious. <laughs> and like four pints later, they'd be like, oh my God, someone spikes my beer. It's like, no, it's just real beer. Like, <laughs> Somebody roofing me. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, that's not how this works. Uh, but you know, my dad, being a big craft beer fan, would that's really cool, push man. me into it. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's awesome. yeah, he got me the job at Rosie's. Did, did, you, uh, did your pops drink, man? My dad drank Crown Royal. That was his shit. Like, uh, I think my dad was Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite, yeah. cool. And I, I still can't drink Beer. that shit to this no. day. <laughs> yeah, no, no offense to those guys. I just I can't drink it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I so what's the Reggie that you lean on then? Dude, I, I'm a, a crackhead for Shiner Bach. Shiner Bach. Uh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I get, again, I love I love Box. I love yeah. Marzins. Uh, I, I'm a... I'm a legit like freaking fiend for Oktoberfest. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, like, those good, are good. A good Marzen, I'll Oktoberfest freaking, I'll fight someone over it. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry, we're on our last pint. I'm like, oh, well, let's it's go. Mine. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the brewery, but I had one over at Bubba's, um, and I just can't remember what it was, but it was probably one of the best ones that I had. Um, yeah, so that was kind of pointless to bring it up because I don't remember yeah. the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was an Oktoberfest, and it was fucking fire. Like you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, um, I, I the, the label had like a monkish looking dude on it. Probably Francis Connor or Saint Bernardist or uh, it might have been. It would be maybe Quack. K W A K. I think it was that one. Yeah, that's one that Rosie used to get a shit ton of, and I used to go back there like, oh, missing a couple pints. <laughs> <laughs> like what happened? Yeah, I just can't do that anymore. Quality man. control. What's it count? Yeah, that shit. Back it was, then we had it was foam. It was all that foam. Adam, or no, be, uh, Ernie and Adam. Yeah, and it was like this cake is missing. Well, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> you know, like, Wasn't me. Someone took it. I swear to God, I think Opie weighs his damn cage. I believe he does. Opie is damn freaking that dude's on. That's a cool place, man, to to go and try beers. That was a awesome. great job, man. It was a we went to a, a slushy release they had there not too long oh, ago. Oh yeah, that, it was a nine oh three slushy. So <laughs> that's what this guy was drinking last or the other night, just chugging it. Yeah, it was <laughs> good, man. Like, what did you? Where did that there, beer go? Yeah, <laughs> it was good. I freaking went down. Like, man, why is this in a snifter? We need to freaking put this in a pint. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, put it in a booth. Like, no, it's twelve dollars. Oh yeah, keep it in a sniffer. <laughs> keep it in a sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You come out of the back and you see your barley wine and they're serving it in a pint and you're like, whoa, what is going on here? Yeah. Oh, these 
Oh and then you look God. over and I there's want to go into vomit this everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So we had um, like uh, that strong ale, that Belgium strong, and I see these yahoos pouring in pints, and I'm just like, someone's gonna get stabbed. Like, <laughs> stop! What are you doing? Like, we ran out of snifters. Like, don't serve it then. Like, you know, for you don't serve I'll it. Pick up some glasses. It's like 11 ABV, and you're serving in a 16 ounce pint. Are you trying oh, to get no some shit. Dude, I'm, I'm still trying to learn like what what beers go in what glasses and stuff like that. Basically, if it's boozy, don't put it in a pint. Yeah, that's the good rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah, if it's over nine percent, it should probably go in a snifter. So, okay, so we actually got in trouble with that beer uh, because um, mm. everyone was because everyone was serving in pints, but all the craft beer bars was like, oh. "You're not supposed to serve that in pints." <laughs> I'm like, I, I do. I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know. I can't. You know, <laughs> what do you want me to tell them? Yeah, like, yeah. Customers don't serve expect it, it now. Like, Oh like, man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's had laws in this shit. <laughs> we've had conversations about like you know, like we still trying to learn like the fucking the lingo of the, you know the, yeah. the craft beer and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure there's been countless beers that I've pronounced wrong and stuff like that. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, as like the, like a Berliner Weiss Berliner Berliner Weiss Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss. <laughs> Is it yeah. pronounced Weiss? Weiss. Weiss. Ber- Berliner. Berliner. Yeah. Berliner. Oh, just, just, just abbreviate. Just Berliner. Yeah. Okay. You guys say it, it. Like, you 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 like an angry German, though. Yeah, so <laughs> that's why I'm saying we should have hit up Berliner. Nate. Hey, Nate, how do you ah, say man, this shit? This is all fucking crazy ass. <laughs> uh, Nate, Nate's our friend. Like, we bring him up a lot on the pod. He's German. Um, he's, he's German. He's half German, half Irish. His last name's Schiefelbein. He helped us, like, like the only Schiefelbein in the valley, definitely. He knows a lot about beer and stuff like that. He was a bartender. He's a drinker. Like, you know, beer fest. Like yeah, a, like we've always board. joked. Like I've always told them, like, bro, if you ever brewed a beer, it'd be Schiefelbach. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that that's it's. Uh, he 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 shows us a little bit about how to pronounce shit. You gonna get in the next one? Yeah, we are going to get into Evolution IPA. You saving the best for last over there? Oh yeah. And um, yeah, we got Evolution IPA by Golden City Brewery with the seven point one. Oh shit! And you know, straight up uh, India Pale Ale. Huh? Yeah. What went into into this beer? Like, what's the story of this beer? That story, yeah. We. Vacation twenty eight. Yeah. So we had a um, a color coding system. You know, it's like the groundhog. If you scare it, he'll go back in the hole. That was the craft beer consumer in the 90s. If you scared them, if you said too many complicated words, they'd go back to drinking their Coors Light there. And oh, go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we couldn't scare them away. So we, our, our culture was called a gold, a red. What's called the red. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and that was our very first beer when the market was finally ready for it that we didn't color code. Badass. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So, so since y'all have been in business since '93, what was like the first like banger that y'all had that you guys still do to like today? Well, that would be the red. That was the very first beer. Yeah. We made it because its history is similar to that of what like Budvar and then from Budweiser. We were trying to convert. Budweiser okay. and Anheuser Busch drinkers over. Yeah, We're like, okay. It's got color to it. This is the first step, but the flavor is very, very approachable, and it's like true traditional style is very approachable for a Bud drinker. No, yeah, I can yeah. see how one can transition from drinking yeah. Reggie's. It's a great getting step. into yeah, yeah, easily. And then we had the Kolsch for the Coors drinkers. 
yeah to Cold. ease them into it and then for the people that like coffee i don't really like beer we had a stout guys smell it's, that it's chocolatey it's coffee like you, you pick up that note on that that honey mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. that's freaking absolutely this, amazing. The malt bill on this is 100% grown in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh yeah, the, every soup. bit of malt. This reminds me yep. of, the, of Cheers, uh, uh, almost like uh, like a hoppy, sleepy time tea with the freaking, with the, the honey. Well, I, mm-hmm. I overload my freaking yeah. tea with honey, but this is absolutely yeah. amazing. It, it's called Evolution IPA because we change it every single batch because it's, oh, yeah. evo- it's an IPA. There's all these you new things that change it so much. New things like it's a yeah. Colorado Coast IPA. Yeah. <laughs> no Coast. Yeah, no <laughs> and IPAs are supposed to, like, like they're meant to be drank as fresh as possible. As fresh as possible. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah. yeah. Which is kind of funny considering the history of the IPA. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, let's throw like, as much alpha acids in here so we can preserve it for freaking six months. <laughs> so, what, like, what's like, how many months do you not want to drink an IPA? Like, after it's brewed? It depends so much on the recipe. Okay. There are the West Coast IPAs that age better with time. Yeah. And that oh, okay. maltiness grows, and you can tell they change over time, but they're that, still good. Is that why they call them dank? Is that like. Uh, that's just the type of hops no. that are in there. A, okay. Hop profile. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah it's this very Colorado kind of culture there. The, yeah. the dank <laughs> smells. There's some hop aromas. We open, I'm like, God damn, it smells like weed in here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, just really right? bright. And you know, out there in Colorado, is there yeah. people like also experimenting the, with like cannabis and beer? They, um, there were. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So when I worked for World of Beer, there was a brewery called Dad and Dudes that was like, we can put fun shit in beer. <laughs> and we were like, sure, I'll and buy it. Federally legal. But then ATF came in and was like, this is my license now. I can't have this. Because they were doing uh, THC in beer at first. Yeah. Holy uh, hell. It was called Canna Beer. It was their IPA. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. Uh, and then they switched over. They're like, okay, we got shut down. We came back up. We're going to do CBD beer. But this is before it was federally legal still. Okay. Mm. So okay. they were like, CBD beer. Mm. And, you know, as a bar, as a beer buyer, I was like, oh, cool, I'll take their Pineapple Express, which is a pineapple lager <laughs> with CBD, <laughs> and then a can of beer with CBD. Uh, but I had old ladies falling asleep at the bar. <laughs> Fuck, hey, man, man you got to wake up, uh, please. Go home or go to the hotel oh, or staying sure. at. Like, yeah. You can't sleep in my bar. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like one beer you're like, good. Mm. Yeah. That's like my like kind of beer. One or two, and it's just, they pass out. Yeah, I, I need yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, guess. I don't want to like get all bloated. I just need like one or two. <laughs> one, all right, yeah. I'm gonna go lay down. Night night. Yeah, <laughs> no more Netflix. <laughs> yeah, the idea behind that is that what cannabis and hops, you know, like humulus, lupulus, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're the only two extant species of the taxa of Cannabaceae. So they are the they're very very similar. They make a lot of the same terpenes and stuff. I've Just always gets even said they look the, the same. Like, yeah. like, aren't they like kissing cousins? They yeah. they're very similar. Yeah. Can you uh, smoke well, a hop? You can, you but can. it'll put you to sleep. Um, hmm. Hops have like, medicinal qualities of putting you to sleep. That's a muscle relaxant. No shit. And where, where marijuana that. is a hallucinogen. And a muscle relaxant and a bunch of stuff. Who knows? We'll yeah. find out. It'll also uh, <laughs> aggravate the esophagus when you smoke a hop. I would mm-hmm. imagine it's probably <laughs> an ugly ass just, smoke. You know, yeah. You, you sound like <laughs> Not from experience. In beer school. Yeah. 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 They're like, watch this dipshit smoke this bowl of hops. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, he's a dummy. Well, yeah. You, Shit. I mean, they were mixing it into I'm like cooking tobacco and stuff that. to <laughs> give medicinal effects. Have you guys tried any of the hydro hop stuff they're coming out with? Hydro hops? Hydropolitan hops. Oh, they do it with weed. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. I've heard of it. I've read about it. 
Like, it's supposed to be, like, really extreme stuff here. Hmm. I don't know anyone that's actually using it yet. Yeah, it makes sense, have, huh? Shit, I've never heard of it. No, okay, so, you hot know, what the guy's doing with the freaking hydroponics, <laughs> you're getting all these, like, amazing advancements. Here's the flavor that, times a thousand. Yeah. yeah. And I heard that they're doing it with hops. I just don't know who's doing it yet. I imagine. Hmm. Have we? No. Hmm. Yeah, that hop hash, though, is, like, that, maybe minus a little bit, but it's that's... Way more flavorful, man. Those those hops are crazy. Yeah. yeah, they. It's the crud they chisel off of the hammer mill that they pelletize hops in. Oh my! And God. they go, well, what are we supposed to do with this? I'll sell it for more. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. It's extra potent. It, yeah. it really is. Though. We it's hash. Used, was it half the amount of hops when we use the hash? It's basically three times as strong as the hops generally, based Ooh. on the alpha acids that they test at. Yeah, we use them for uh, the bittering hops and or not the bittering, but just the boil hop, boil addition hops. I'm good. Yeah, Let them have it. <laughs> Can't get this beer at home. That's crazy, man. Like, like, I think a lot of us beer drinkers and especially craft beer drinkers that listen to this podcast definitely learn something new that you can actually smoke a fucking hop. I had no fucking idea, dude. That's what crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not but recommended, just, uh, but you yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. you're gonna be coughing all night. I'm not encouraging I'm not gonna encourage people to do it. People do whatever the fuck they I'm want. Gonna, I don't I give a shit. But that's yeah, just crazy go. that like it does provide that kind of almost same type of feel. Like melatonin. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. The biggest medicinal thing they do with it is what like throughout history you just Put a bag of hops in a little sack and you put it in your pillow and now you sleep better. And it's, hmm. it's like essential oil, but from the 1700s. <laughs> so do you, like, I mean, I'm not going to ask if you smoke pot, but you've seen that, like, there are medicinal, you know, mm-hmm. ways to use it. Do you see craft beer having that? You know, because of the hops in it, like, do y'all think that there's a possibility that there might be beer in general? It's mm-hmm. it's not just hops, but freaking, mm-hmm. I mean, out, uh, the right amount of alcohol, not too much, has healthy properties. Yeah, to it. Uh, it thins out the blood, helps it flow. Yep, right. And yeah. Same thing with hops. You know, everything in moderation has, yeah. except for crack. Yeah, you know, crack <laughs> is black. You could do it in moderation. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, maybe, right? You can't yeah, do it in moderation. No, Seattle. Oh, my bad. Not Seattle. yet. Not yeah. yet. Give us four years. I had to ask that no, because nice. um, my uncle, he had, a, he had a stroke or it was pretty much he had a heart attack. He didn't know he was having it. Um, he just felt like, oh, fuck, and mm-hmm. he opened up a beer and... That and then, you know, and after a while, he's like, you know what? He told his wife, my aunt, like, hey, I'm not feeling good. Take me to the fucking hospital. The doctor told him, like, look, if you wouldn't open up that muffler, you <laughs> yeah. probably wouldn't have made it over here. Yeah, the, that's actually the, a pretty amazing story. This there. is the veteran one, right? No, that's actually the the house <laughs> of the the where the veteran was living at. <laughs> this guy was just a truck driver and a marble red smoker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he was strictly cowboy, but he would wear bell bottoms. Yeah. He was stuck in the seventies. Oh, Vaquero. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. For, yeah. From their time. But yeah, I, I thought that was an amazing yeah. story because it's a true story that he, 
you know, that the doctor yeah. was like, you know what, if you didn't drink that beer, you probably wouldn't that's, have made it over here. Yeah, that's definitely the alcohol. Alcohol is a vasodilator, so it takes the blood pressure down just a little bit there. Mm-hmm. And like, that's crazy. The best thing you can do if you know you're having a heart attack is chew an aspirin. Yeah. It's the same effect, but stronger with it. Like, stick an aspirin. I'd rather chug a whiskey. Fuck that. Do both. With an aspirin. No, I, I, I was EMT. Uh, when I first got out of the military, I was EMT, and straight up, if you have a stroke victim, aspirin. Yeah? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Aspirin. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I'm good to keep, know. I'm gonna keep aspirin on deck now. Oh no shit! <laughs> I am because I'm fucking fat and I need. To <laughs> <laughs> I love to eat greasy shit and drink beer, so I might as well have it on me. Never know. <laughs> right. mm. Let's get to Latinos our. Latinos have a lot of bad diabetes. Oh yeah, diabetes. That's <laughs> how we live. But let's get to this last beer that we are trying today. It is going to be by Five by Five Brewing. And it is the Brunette Bombshell Brown Ale. And to all our local listeners, you can now find this at your local HBs. Hey. Where else can you find this, though? Specs, Holidays, Feldman's. Uh, there's a bunch of mom and pop liquor stores that have it. Mm. And nice. Have you gone to the one in Alamo? Because I'm from Alamo, and I need some good shit there. Dude, I, I, I try to stay out of Alamo. I don't want to Fuck, don't say that. <laughs> the I'm small cities, there. like the real small cities. Elsa doesn't hey, have it either. Hey, dude. Alamo's <laughs> blossoming like a beautiful rose, nah. man. Hey, nah, we've got Wingstop and Walmart. <laughs> like, a wild, oh, like a wild yeast. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You can't kill yeah. it. Yeah. You can't man. kill it anything but parasitic. The brunette <laughs> bombshell brown ale. Blowtorch. Yeah, man. Blowtorch. The fucking HEB and Alamo disappoints the fuck out of me because their beer is not even that cold. They're, the <laughs> the best selection of craft they have is a hopadillo, and it's in a freaking tall boy and i'm like i don't need that shit like <laughs> so I, I gotta go to walmart only to get like you know bat squatch probably the best beer that they got there or the the rogue dead land shark dead <laughs> no they, they got a little bit better shit but yeah they got you need to hit a balamo cool bro because i don't want to have to travel i mean i already travel as it we're, is we're, but. We're, we're getting into more hebs so that's cool we're, dude. We're, we're busting our ass on that right now brown ale 8.68 ABV. I'm really shocked by that. Uh, that by that beer in general. Like when we went in the market with four beers, we're like, yeah, this one's going to do the worst because it's you know a brown ale, one of the most unpopular styles of beers in the U.S. Ah, this one's especially in the so valley, good, bro. And man, it overtook everything. It overtook our, our Irish red, which is phenomenal. It overtook our blonde, which you know our blonde was pretty. I, legit. I love the red that you guys do too. And I was just like, it just it blew yeah, up. Like, that's nice. You know, we. We sell twice as much brown and we sell anything else. Yeah. And then uh, with the cans too, I was like, uh, you know, we released 60 barrels in the market and it was gone in like 18 days. I'm like, shit. You know, that's 18,000 cans gone. Just like, I'm like, fuck. That's impressive. Like, that's- what do we do? <laughs> And then, you know, people calling, like, hey, you need to get in this place. You need to get in this place. Like, we're working on it. Leave me alone. It's still one of the sell That's uh, I'm going to cheers it up with, yeah. to everybody here. Uh, cheers. You know? Cheers to y'all for, Thanks for coming down. Yeah, taking the time to talk to us. Colorado, like no that. mamas yeah. on a plane. Yeah. 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 Something you will never know of. Yeah, they did us a huge service. Like, uh, like he knew I was scared shitless this hours, and he, like, kind of, like, forced it on me, even though I told him, like, no, we're not doing it. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you are. Here's You're your like order. It. And like, uh, and, but they came in, walked us through the entire method, and uh, it, it was a new trade that we all learned today. Uh, my guys are way more knowledgeable compared that, to before. Awesome. If you guys ever get up to Colorado, man, you, you need to go check them out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely be stopping by over there. For sure. Yeah. All this anybody, craft, anybody all this out there, you know, visit Golden City Brewery. 
in Colorado. If you're ever up in Colorado, or if you're in Colorado listening, make sure to fucking check them out, man, because... Everything that I've tried today from them have yeah. has been awesome. It's been so. it's been really good. They're a and badass so, community-based brewery too. They do a lot of fundraisers out there in the community. That's awesome. That's dude. awesome. It's always that's good to give back, man. It's always good to yeah, give back. We make a chili beer every year for our firefighters. Oh, oh yeah. ooh, nice what? chili beer. It makes yeah. a really good michelada. How does like that? How does that taste, man? Chili. Good. Good. Well, you know it's Colorado, so you got to put hatch green chili on everything. So yeah, that, just, is that a big thing out there? That? Oh, yeah. hatch green chili. Hatch green chili. I moved up there and I was like, oh, what's your hatch green chili recipe? Like that's not Mexican. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what is this shit? It's and got chili like, oh, in it, so you gotta be a little, the little. Shit, I'll try to get him some tomorrow so he can bring up um, the little ass freaking pepper. Oh, no, the chili pepper? Yes. Oh, the, yeah. the small ones. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Some gringos freaking Chiquito, pop- pero salsa. 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 Like, yeah. There's been like them habanero beers. Y'all yeah. should make a chili pepper beer, Dude, man. Dude, no. Someone, you're going to get someone hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck <laughs> the white people in gold, man. Give them heart. <laughs> there was a brewery oh, doing a ghost Hard pepper beer me. that was popular in Colorado. That ghost pepper? Oh, and it, it hurt. It fucking horrible. It hurt. Oh, that's As a buyer yeah. in Colorado, they were like, here's cases. That sounds like, oh. I can marinate chicken with this. And well, that's about it. It's that's so probably what it's good for, then. It was actually Shit. great for marinating chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, it was like, Shit. eh. I'm good. I'll oh, pass. I don't. This. I don't see myself even like sniffing it. It was called the Ghost Pepper. Wu Tang Clan. No, no. that was one of the worst experiences of my life. I'd rather get shot again. I've been shot twice, and I'd rather get shot again than freaking eat another Ghost Pepper. Really? Yes. Holy hell! I shit you not. I'd rather get shot again. We talked about doing that spicy chip challenge on the fucking podcast. Yeah, don't even fucking give me a call, dude. Fuck. No, like I mean, like we're gonna buy. I'll do it. It would be if you're in Colorado. I'll do it. Yeah. Come up to Colorado, do a episode in our beer garden, dude. That would hey, be eventually, but you, know, you gotta fly. We're gonna hit you oh. up one day. Oh, hey, you can drive. You gotta take all your equipment up there. You know, nah, you hell drive. no. You I'll bike up there. Yourself, fuck yeah. that shit. You driving by yourself? Because I'm fucking flying. Is that I'm a bicycle or a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> no, on a bicycle. All right. <laughs> we'll see nah, you in well, a couple years. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> see you in a few months, guys. Yeah, you're so Let's stop. You know, we just want to give a big shout out to. Golden City Brewery for stopping by in today, man. Uh, coming down all the way from Colorado, down here to Five by Five, Five by Five. So if you all have heard little little bit of ruckus in the background, we are in the it's it's a in the it's a Friday night Five by Five. We got fucking live music and and for you local people, y'all need to come down here to Five by Five. Drink some of their fucking badass beers. They've got food trucks in the parking lot. They've got a band. I mean. It's a fucking good time. So that's what you're hearing in the background, actually. Oh, yeah, man. And thanks again, guys, for coming down. You know, uh, uh, filling this whole podcast with knowledge that, you know, stuff that I didn't even know about, you know. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot today. For sure. And, uh, <laughs> for you know, sure. hopefully our listeners learn ab- about, you I know, think brewing beer. And, and, and it's cool because, like, we're all going to be able to appreciate the beer a lot more now, you know. like Oh, for sure, dude. For sure. Like, hearing it from... Three brewers over here, like three craft beer masterminds. You know, I'm, I'm not a brewer. I'm a janitorial expert. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clean up all my guys' shit. The, the, my guys are brewers. I, I, you I, gotta I, come I, in I'm and sweep a, up a, after a, them. Janitorial, yeah, man. Janitorial custodian engineer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, dude, if we ever make it out, you know, to Colorado, we will definitely hit you guys up. You know, maybe link up again sometime yeah, in the like, future. I think we definitely now have a reason to go up to Colorado. 
Yeah. Like I, I think, like it's an obligation now. Like we have to go up over there. Try now. some shit out, you know. Like, yeah, you know. There's a lot of content for a podcast up there. <laughs> oh, for, oh sure, I right? for sure, I bet. For sure, I bet. For sure. But um, yeah, man. Uh, well, thanks a lot, guys, for you know stopping by to the nine five six ABB podcast. And um, this week we are ending with one of Johnny's songs. Song of the week is Retro on Retro. the Mala Vida EP by him. And yeah. um, I was a, it was an experimental track. I was trying to see if I can bring like an '80s new wave vibe with like a lo-fi-ish house type of feel. So um, yeah, that's what you guys will be hearing. And um, I'm really gonna hit you up after this podcast to see what's up with your music. And and it, I think you said you make music too. Yeah, correct? You play the Landlock Pirates. Long yeah. Long time ago, yeah. Oh, see, okay. that's what nice. I heard. Nice. I, I, I was chilling with Carlos a little earlier outside. Okay. He says that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I used to play with them for. So I'm gonna hit you all up. I want. I definitely <laughs> want to hear what y'all are working on for sure. But. Um, yeah, That's so awesome, we're going to be ending the episode with a track of mine. And, um, and uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy your week. And, yeah. um, you know, thanks for stopping by and hearing us another week. We're going to end the episode with this cheers. beautiful bombshell. Cheers, guys. I got a little bit of residue in here. Cheers. Oh, that's amazing. And there we go, man. Thanks a lot. And thanks for catching another episode of the 956 ABV podcast. And peace out, out, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.